<laughs> Please do. Well, it is day 7,452 of quarantine. No, it's not really. It's not even that long. But, oh well, we're still here. Still yep. thriving. Still recording. Still popping that podcast for y'all. We don't have now, Verona. We don't have Verona yet. No. Well, yeah, I'd rather stay that way. Yep, me too. So we're looking after ourselves, washing our handsies. Nothing else. <laughs> There's nothing else, to be help. honest. Help. Please help. Please, <laughs> please, please help. Jesus. Uh, it's, it's just like bad when I took today off from work. And oh, did you? Oh, yeah. okay. And nothing changed. There was nothing. No, <laughs> Why did I take an annual leave day? When I, nothing has changed, I don't feel better for today. I'm just like you're at, you're at home anyway. Like, yeah, still anything. in the house, <laughs> hanging out, just yeah. hanging out. Uh, yeah. Well, for, sometimes we need the day, but yeah. apparently that hasn't benefited you at all. No, I mean I watched Captain America. <laughs> Fair. So what a day! I guess this is the the time to watch movies. Yeah. I mean, it's also the time to actually be doing something. Like, I was thinking about this today. Maybe I should start. I've got, like, a couple of books on sign language. I've always wanted to do it. Oh, yeah. I'm like, why am I not learning sign language right now? Okay, well, next week, I want you to be fluent in sign language. <laughs> Fuck me up. <laughs> I don't think yeah. it's going to be that quick. <laughs> no, you can at least try. Get a few phrases in. I don't know. Thank you. Something like that. Something like that. Vagina. Or you could... Oh. Party. I literally know <laughs> thank you for joining party right now. <laughs> I mean, fair enough. <laughs> this is quite a combination of those three. <laughs> it's good to vagina, have those three. <laughs> vagina party. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Vagina party. Thank you. Jeez. <laughs> well, we're not here for vagina parties, are we? <laughs> well, no, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. We what are, are we here for? For spooky, 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 spooky. Are you ready? 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 I so, don't think you can handle this. I was inspired hmm? by this movie that I watched the other night. Okay. And it was called Satanic Panic. Oh. And it was basically about a satanic cult. <laughs> we're looking for a virgin to sacrifice to Baphomet. Nice. And it was like this weird kind of like, I don't want to say horror because it wasn't horror. It was like comedy. It was basically like, imagine like, oh, there's a satanic cult trying to sacrifice me from like the view of like a teenage girl. Right. Okay. It was so dumb, but like, it was actually really good. Like I really enjoyed it. Actually, so it inspired I like me. Oh. It inspired me to mm-hmm. look up some satanic cult. Shit. Oh, so I may have a few little chicken nuggets mm. straight from the pits of hell. So I'm ready for it. Have you ever heard of the Purple Church? No, I have not. The, the Blue Church? No. Nope. The Green Church? Uh, maybe. No. Nope. No. Okay. Well, it's the Purple Church. That's okay. all you need to know. Right. So <laughs> there is this. There was this church in Oklahoma which was a church, basically, and is now no longer there because the landowners tore it down. So all that's left is, like, the basement, so, like, a sub-level of the church, which is just, like, a concrete slab, basically, (laughs) underground, with, like, some staircase, a a little staircase that goes down. Oh, lovely. So I don't know how, like, I found this on YouTube, and I was just watching all these videos of, like, people's, like, experiences going there and, like, paranormal investigators going into there and stuff. Mm -hmm. So allegedly... The Purple Church was used for hundreds of satanic rituals. Oh, wow. A lot. So they did these rituals quite frequently. Mm -hmm. Um, There's been some pretty nasty reports of things that have happened there. So people apparently have seen floating heads. They've heard heard disembodied voices and they've been pushed and scratched. It's also funny that it gets its name, the Purple Church, because the basement is basically covered in big purple pentagrams that have been spray painted on. So that's why it's called the Purple nice. Church. Which is fun. 
fashion. Fun. I mean, fashion, a color, purple. <laughs> you know? Yep. So, uh, there was a few interviews that I watched as well, which were quite interesting, of people that live near this church that okay. uh, I'd heard about, like, all the, the cults and blah, 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 like, all the rumors. And so it's basically, like, an urban legend, but, like, people have experienced stuff there. So it's like, is it an urban legend? Is it real? Who right. knows? Is Who it real? Knows? Who knows? So a lot of people have been there to investigate and a lot of them have reported that they get chased off the land by either this crazy gunslinging redneck guy who <laughs> comes running from nowhere, um, blasting shotguns into the air and apparently has dogs. Like he sets his dogs on you and dogs come like bounding through the cheese, trees like, chasing you. Especially, Holy like, shit. shit. Apparently this happens quite often. <laughs> but no one but no one really knows who this guy is. Mm. And there's a big rumor that he's possessed. Oh Jesus. Okay. Yeah, there's a rumor that he's possessed. Like he obviously lives on the land somewhere like nearby. Yeah. Um but it's not just like shotguns. He's chased people through fields with machetes, pitchforks, knives, oh. anything that he can get his hands <laughs> on, basically. Apparently <laughs> comes running screaming at you if you even go near this church. He just like picks up a butter knife, like ah oh, shit. <laughs> He's like midway, like um, toasting, like making toast, and he hears like teenagers fucking fucking around, like in the land, like trying to get to the purple church, and he comes running out with his butter knife, butter still on it, like fuck ah. <laughs> so he's there. So that's one of the spooky parts of it. But yeah, mm-hmm. apparently there's a big rumor that he's possessed. Um, people have also been chased off the land by trucks that don't have any lights on. Oh. So the trucks, again, come fly, like flying up the roads yeah. near the church uh, to chase like teenagers and whatever out, but like they don't have any headlights on. Sure, they're not Transformers. They could be Transformers. Yep, so Optimus Prime. <laughs> Possessed Transformers, demonic <laughs> Transformers. I would watch that film, just like, you know. Yeah, spin-off. spin-off. <laughs> um, as well as people in cloaks. Mm. So there's people. Oh, that was creepy. What? That was my text. <laughs> oh my God. Is that the song from Us? Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> Amazing. Have, have you watched Us? Yes. It was a great it's film. One of the many films that I tell you to watch that you actually have watched. What is it? What 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 are these films that you still haven't watched? I can't remember. Oh my god! Don't even start. Okay, I went to watch Hereditary yesterday, and I can't find it anywhere without paying for it. I mean, I pay through the nose for my streaming services. I'm not <laughs> renting it. All right. <laughs> Fair enough. What about Midsummer? I want to watch Hereditary before I watch Midsummer. Yeah. Fair. Okay. They came out in order. Okay, well, yeah, watch them in the order. I do really want to see them. It's not an excuse anymore. I do. Mm-hmm. I will mm-hmm. find a way. How many times have I told you <laughs> to watch these fucking films? They're masterpieces of ho- modern horror. For anyone listening, also. Broken fucking record. Yeah, I know, but <laughs> I just can't believe you still haven't watched them. <laughs> I know. Call myself a ghosty fan. Whatever. Anyway, so back to the purple church. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there was this guy who did an interview uh, on YouTube that I watched who said that he'd spoken to Satanists who have used the basement for rituals. Okay. Um, so they've performed rituals there and they apparently are trying to like call the demons back. Hmm. That's what he said. They're trying to call demons back. Um <clears throat> like that they like in salt like Solomon in the Bible, so that you could like control the demons almost. It's a thing in the Bible apparently that you can control the demons if you do these rituals somehow. So I'm guessing they're gonna control the demons in a way that will give them like, I don't know, make Money. them rich and yeah. stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? I guess what most Satanists practice this stuff for, that they want something, I guess. Yeah. Weird. Mm. Um so yeah. This place uh, has a really horrible presence. Like, it's pretty dark. So don't go there. Because if Mm. you do go there, you will have to literally step over animal carcasses to get near the place. So there's dead dead animals all over this place, which have been used 
and like sacrificial rituals, I guess. So there's been horses, cats, dogs, livestock, like found all over this property, like just lying there dead. Jesus. Which is spooky. Um, the landowner as well said that she thinks this is all a lot of crap, basically. She doesn't okay. believe in any of this stuff. She thinks it's all like made up high school rumors. So like the kids in the local high school have like made up to scare their friends and blah, blah, blah. Right. So it's like, but why are there all these dead animals there? Yeah. And why have there been people literally seen around the area wearing cloaks? Mm. So there's some weird shit that goes on there. So uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, the paranormal investigators uh, that I looked up that went there said that there was like a legend there that if you go to this place and if you go into this basement of the purple church, mm-hmm. that the evil within that resides there is so strong that you don't ever come back as in like the same person. You literally ah. change when you go there because the evil apparently is so messed up and so wicked and just nasty mm-hmm. that you change as a person when you go there. Because mm-hmm. apparently it attaches itself to you. So I was like, okay, well, I probably won't go there. <laughs> yeah, I'll pass. If I ever found myself in Oklahoma, which again, is a very big state. <laughs> I didn't know exactly <laughs> yeah. where about, where about in Oklahoma it was, but I just found that it was in Oklahoma. So yeah, that's the Purple Church. Um, can I just throw in something? I actually uh, researched this uh, for one of the episodes ages ago. There's actually a place that's supposed to have had satanic rituals in East Lothian that I actually thought really? about visiting. Yeah, it's it's nicknamed the Goblin Hall. Um, oh, oh, I know about this. Oh, do you? Ah. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure you've told me about this. Isn't is it not just like a big empty room, basically that yeah. was a church or something like that, and it's just hollowed out, but the walls are still there. Yeah. So it was. It was a. Uh, it wasn't quite a castle, but it was some sort of watchtower, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the guy that that built it was supposed to be a Satanist, and he spoke to. This is what it says: is he spoke to Satan, and he was Did like. He? Yeah, he was like, I really want to build a really nice <laughs> hall. So <laughs> Satan said, here's a load of goblins. They'll help you build it. So Yeah, no, you did tell me about that. <laughs> yeah, so that's why it's called Goblin Hall, because, yeah, a bunch of goblins apparently helped build it and then just, like, went back to hell. Happens. Happens. Yeah. But it's supposed yeah. to be quite creepy going there. And I thought about it, and I was like, well, what if I come back a different person? I mean, I kind of like the person mm. I am. This is true. This is true. But at the same time, if we decide to go there one night, just randomly for a wee drive, I'm so night. down. Not at night. Yes, at night. <laughs> when else are you going to go? Like broad daylight? <laughs> yes. I don't want to be scared out of my mind. That's not very satanic of you. <laughs> Good. <laughs> <laughs> we need to go on a full moon, harvest moon. Oh, Jesus. I mean, just get special cloaks to wear. <laughs> oh, matching, matching cloaks. <laughs> now I'm up for that. You but bring the not... chicken, and I'll bring the dagger. <laughs> uh, I'll be bringing my cat. All right, she's doing my head oh. in. Well, I don't want to kill Star. I don't want to sacrifice. Get, let's get rid of her. Will mm. save me a lot of money in medication. Okay, I'm just saying. I mean, her name. Her name is Star. Exactly. It was meant to be. Am I right? Am I right to all the Satanists listening out there? I know you're listening. Oh, they're just like, oh yeah, (laughs) let's get that cat. (laughs) They're so ready to hear the end of Star because (laughs) no doubt they've heard about Star in pretty much every episode. (laughs) Yeah. She's interrupted many. Oh, she has. She scared the shit out of me on a number of occasions. That was so funny the last (laughs) time we were doing it and she walked in behind you. I remember watching on the camera and I just saw the door open really slowly and you were like, what the fuck was that? And I was like, oh, it's a ghost. Oh, wait, no, it's your cat. It's a fucking arsehole cat. That's what it is. So, so, the purple church. Yeah. Thoughts? I like it. I love stories like that. Um, I would have to go there and I'd have to feel the energy um, oh. to decide what I felt about the place. Um, <laughs> Can you feel like the evil vibes or whatever? Well, I feel like I kind of can just because I kind of knew when my 
mum and dad's house was haunted. It had a vibe. Yeah. And like, I don't get, I know like we've spoken about this, that you kind of feel like this house could be just because of when we're here, we're doing the, or when you're here, we're doing the podcast. Well, literally, this is what I said to you like last night. It was basically a case of like, when I'm at your house and we do the podcast and I go up to the bathroom, you know, when you're a kid and you run down the stairs or up the stairs <laughs> really quickly after turning the lights off. That's how I feel. So it might just be like psychosomatic. Like I'm genuinely like just creeped out because we've just sat and spent an hour talking about like demons and ghosts yeah. and hauntings and stuff. Yeah, because um, I, I don't get any vibes in this place, I think. And the man that lives under your stairs doesn't help. Oh, no, that's just... Uh... Basement no. Eddie. He's a lovely guy. He's not. He is. He just like says weird things like, I'm going to eat your lungs. But he doesn't mean anything by it. <laughs> well, as long as he means it playfully. <laughs> exactly. I guess, I guess we can move on from there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, mm. satanic cults. Oh, you ready for the one? next one? Are you yep. ready for the next one? So this this is crazy. So mm. this little chicken nugget comes mm. from Australia. Oh. Mm. Queensland, Australia. Okay. In a country town known as Warwick, which was a God-fearing farming community. Mm. So in 1989, the town was shook <laughs> by a brutal massacre that took place on a local farm. Holy shit. An entire flock of sheep were brutally murdered, <gasps> ripped apart mutilated, eyes removed, torn to shreds. Oh my god. Dead. Um all in the case all in the space of like one night basically. So it was like I don't know however many sheep, but you can imagine a lot. Yeah. So <clears throat> turns out this massacre had been part of a satanic ritual, obviously. Mm. Yeah. So this kid, uh John Charles Bordeaux, mm. who was a teenager at the time. Obviously, so this was 1989, so a while ago. Yeah. Um, so he had decided that he wanted to start his own satanic cult. Cool. <laughs> We've all been there. Yeah. Uh, so he told a reporter that he'd planned the massacre in advance. Um, and he'd also, like, recruited some people to be okay. in his coven, his coven, as he put it. Okay. Um, so before he started all this, he, it's almost like he needed, he said that he needed to do like an initiation, <laughs> like a tryout oh my <laughs> to, God. Be in, to be like in Satan's club. <laughs> <laughs> so he did, he basically initiated himself. So he invited one of his friends over to his house, like it was a girl, mm-hmm. uh, and he slept with her. Okay. And apparently by sleeping with her, he was performing a ritual um, which would sell his soul to the devil. Uh, okay. Which I was a bit like, but how does how, like what did you do? Like, yeah. No, you, you can't know, just but... say, oh yeah, like my soul's to the devil because I put some washing on, and that's how I've decided. Yeah. But so this kid, like this kid, was obviously crazy though. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> like the interview, the interview that I watched, he looks nuts. He had a mullet. Like very Joe Exotic, like oh proper, yeah, like Australian outback type kids, <laughs> and I was like, all right, fair enough. <laughs> so he had Joe Exotic vibes, if you yeah. know what I mean. Well, you all know what I'm talking about. You've all seen Tiger King, I know you have. And if you're I, lying, I haven't. If you if you say you haven't, and you're like, okay, well, you probably haven't because you don't watch anything that's fun or good, which <laughs> we've just discussed clearly. <laughs> Leave me alone. I'm watching Captain so anyway. America over here. <laughs> so anyway, uh, yeah, apparently he sold his soul to the devil. And the reporter asked him, what did you sell it for? And he was like, oh, well, you know, it's just like wisdom mostly. <laughs> so that I laughed because I was like, well, you clearly need some. Absolute <laughs> so <laughs> so backtracking before the sheep massacre, oh. his first sacrifice. His first sacrifice was a chicken. Oh. You know, always right. Box, box standard sacrifice to the devil. You need the chicken. Yeah. Um, so he slit the chicken's throat, drained the blood into a chalice, and drank a portion of it. Just and a portion. He really. He, that's what he said. He really like went into the fact that he only drank a portion of it. He didn't drink it all. 
and I was like, right, how much did he drink? Like a six, six point six of it or something like that. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <clears throat> so, moving forward to the night of the massacre. Oh, here we go. So the massacre, it obviously went to plan because they killed all the sheep. Yeah. But his two recruits that he had, Wayne Richard Cockrum and Craig Anderson, mm-hmm. were also there. Um, that's when things got pretty weird. So it went from being like an, import, an important ritual to just pure bloodlust. So oh, apparently God. these kids just fucking lost it and were literally ripping these sheep apart. Oh. Like they clearly must have saw the blood and started thinking like, this is fun. I'm going to yeah. keep doing it. Killed an entire flock of sheep. All Jesus. in the name of Satan, apparently. Oh. Um, the reporter asked why the sheep. And he turned around and he was like, because Lamb of God. Yeah. Wow. And I was like, does he mean the band? <laughs> or does he mean that, like, I'm assuming it's genuinely like a biblical thing that, like, it's the Lamb of God. So that's why he sacrificed yeah. all these lambs. But he said it wasn't for God. It was for another God. So obviously, like, Satan. Yeah. <clears throat> so one of his followers, Wayne Richard Cockrum, he was another just weird fucking redneck looking kid. Like clearly mm. didn't have a clue what he was getting himself into. I assume he just kind of went along with it because it was his pal. Like yeah. His friend was just kind of like, do you want to do this? And he was probably like, oh, yeah, sure. Well, I, I it like, I was just going to play some music in the room, but, <laughs> but <Yeah>. why not? <laughs> um, uh, so the third kid that did this, this is, this is where it gets pretty weird. Mm. So Craig Anderson was the third accomplice and was found hiding um, after, so the day after the, the sheep, yeah. he was found hiding in another farm like 40 miles from where it happened. Oh. Um, his mum apparently came, picked him up, blah, blah, blah. his mum took him home. And when he was being recruited <laughs> to the satanic cult, uh, so the main guy, John, he told him that he can't tell anyone that he's in this cult or something really bad will happen. Okay. But he couldn't handle the guilt of what he had done to all these sheep. So he mm-hmm. told his mum. And his mum obviously went apeshit and was just like, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, so he freaked out, ran out of the house. Uh, two days later, he was found hanging from a tree in the nearby woods. Whoa. Yeah. But the weirdest part is his mum to this day, refused to believe that he killed himself because oh. she was like, he wouldn't even know how to tie a noose if he tried. <laughs> Which is weird. Yeah. That you would talk about how dumb your kid was or whatever. Yeah. Um, so obviously it's horrible that he died. But the weirdest part around it is that no one thinks it was suicide. They think it was genuinely something weird happened. Like, because mm. he just ran off into the woods and was gone yep. for two days and then was found hanging from a tree. Ooh. Horrible. Nasty. Nasty, um, but cool story. So obviously, the other two kids that did the the sheep in, did them mm. in, <laughs> uh, they obviously went to prison and yep. did like however long sentences. But John, the main guy who initiated all this, died not long after that from hmm. mysterious circumstances. Oh. Which I think is really creepy. So no one really knows how he died, but he died. Hmm. Yeah. I don't so know if he died in God. prison. So she got, but so no, I think I think he did his time in prison and then he got out of prison and he tried to put all this stuff behind him and he was trying to just be like a normal guy, like wanted to get a job, blah blah blah. Yeah, uh, and then he died mm. from strange circumstances. No one knows how, but he died, which is really weird. Mm. So a little uh, a little satanic nugget for you there. I like your little satanic nuggets, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I'll take your satanic nugget and I'll throw in. Oh. Uh, what we call uh, a witchy bitch. A witchy but, bitch? Yeah. So, hmm. this one. Witchy woman. You Feeling might the satanic it. vibes. Feeling the satanic vibes in this episode, which is Satan. You know, hell yeah. Ghosts can take a break tonight. Exactly. Ghosts go away. <laughs> well, this one's like half witch, half ghost. It's a bit weird. Um, I don't know if you've heard of it. It's the Bell Witch. Hell yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know the Bell Witch. So yeah, this is the Bell Witch, which Mm. both Blair Witch Project and American Haunting were both loosely based on this story. Yeah. So we're gonna dive right in. Yes, it's a good one. I was I was really like 
Oh, I love that. Have I you seen Have you seen um, like artist renderings of what the Bell Witch is supposed to look like after what people have reported? No, I haven't. It's not fun. No, it's fucking terrifying. They, like, people people have it in their mind that witches are like these long-haired witchy women that wear pointy hats and blah. But this this is like some freaky, like demonic-looking. You know, just not nice. Not nice. Well, I suppose from what they described the Blair Witch as, with like hooves for feet and long hairy legs and can't remember what else, but I've got it in my head that that's what this Bell Witch looks like anyway. Um, Mm -hmm. So right, we'll start where it starts, funnily enough. Yeah, the Bell Witch is a legend from southern United States folklore. So it is the Bell family, and that's why it's called the Bell Witch, that they lived in Robertson County, Tennessee. Mm -hmm. So John Bell Sr. was a farmer, and he lived with his family uh, near the town of Adams. Mm -hmm. So all this took place from 1817 to 1821. Um, his family had most of the haunting things happen, but it was also the local community as well got stuff happened to them. So this entity, we don't know if it's a witch or what, but it was able to speak, affect the physical environment, and even shapeshift. Oh, shapeshift the woman. <laughs> Are you just going to everything I say? Just say, a witchy woman. woman. Witchy woman. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Right, so let's get into this bad boy. So, mm. haunting started in 1817 when the first thing that happened was John Bell witnessed an apparition of a strange creature resembling a dog. So, Bell, obviously, when you see a dog, he fired at the animal, but it disappeared. Just, pew, it was gone. Um, the daughter, Betsy, observed a girl in a green dress swinging from the limb of an oak tree. And then she just disappeared. Um, Dean, a slave of the Bell family, said he was being followed by a large black dog on evenings that he went to see his wife. There's like all this stuff. It was slowly getting creepier and creepier. Mm -hmm. Um, So then the activity moved into the household where they could hear knocking on the door and walls. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Family heard sounds of gnawing on the beds, invisible dogs fighting. Like, imagine sleeping, just hearing like, and there's nothing there. Um, Chains being dragged on the floor. And then the hauntings got even more intense. Sheets were pulled from beds when they were sleep, when the children were sleeping. Um, the, The witch or whatever started pulling hair, scratching the children. Um, Betsy, poor Betsy, was getting slapped, pinched, and stuck with pins. Wow. That's mean. Yeah, just poor Betsy. Betsy Bell. Getting, like, slapped in the face. (laughs) So Slapped Yeah, poor Betsy. Okay. Um, So the Bells asked their friend James Johnson Johnson for help. So he came over, uh, he was staying the night at the Bell home, and he was awakened that night by the same sort of phenomenon that everyone else had been seeing and hearing. Um, so that morning he told John Bell it was a spirit just like in the Bible. He just had it in his head. He knew exactly what it was. Um, and then the word of the haunting spread within the the community and people were traveling all over the place to come see the witch. Oh. Uh, so <clears throat> there was like seances and things that would take place and people would ask it questions and would get answers. So one of the things that was asked was, who are you and what do you want? And the voice answered, I am a spirit. I was once very happy, but have been disturbed. Creepy, creepy. Ooh, okay. That's so you don't mess with spirits. Exactly. And like a lot of these sort of hauntings, we'll we'll throw in uh, not the Exorcist. What's the other one? Poltergeist in there. The film. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, so it's supposed <clears throat> to be um, the spirit actually explained who it was and said it was 
uh, tied to origins <clears throat> to the disturbance of a Native American burial ground located oh, on the Jesus. property. Yeah. So um, at one time, the spirit also repeated word for word two church sermons that were given 13 miles apart at the same time, which is just creepy. But I mean, I suppose you can just find a couple bits in the Bible and be like, they'll probably say that at church. I'll just read that out and hope for the best. <laughs> yeah. I'll just grab a random passage and hope that that's the bit they write. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, that's the one. She's like, ah, do it. <laughs> so um, apparently the, the witchy woman was well acquainted with biblical text and enjoyed religious arguments loved to get oh. in under their skin because they would have been good christian family so yeah. if you're if you're a witch and you're a poltergeist you want to stir some shit up that's how you yeah, do you it you want to like annoy them like tell them it's not real basically because you want to test their fate i guess yeah exactly um and to her <laughs> amusement the witch would share gossip about activities in other households um, and at times appear to leave for brief moments to visit other homes, which is just... She does home visits now. The yeah. witch does home visits. She's like, oh, I think someone's cheating on someone else. I'll be back in a minute. <laughs> just... <laughs> I'm going to go investigate. <laughs> yeah. um, so John Johnson, who is the, the son of the Bell's family friend, James, he devised a test for the witch. Um, so he had to find something that no one outside his family would know. So he asked the entity what his Dutch step-grandmother in North Carolina would say to the slaves if she thought they did something wrong. And the witch replied with the grandmother's accent, hut tut, what has happened now? Which probably scared the shit out of the boy. Jesus. Yeah. So proper, like, mimicked her voice. Mm-hmm. Like, actually put the accent, hut tut, what, what has happened now? I mean, even just that phrase is just creepy anyway. Hut tut, what has happened now? Yeah. <laughs> God, well, imagine, like, being in the bathroom, just hearing that, I'd be out. While you're in the bath. <laughs> well, unless I'm in the bathroom and just hear someone go, hut tut, what's happened now? I'd be like, a oh, shit. What do you think? <laughs> what do you think I'm doing in here, Linda? <laughs> um, <laughs> so, um, apparently, at times, the spirit displayed a form of kindness, especially to John Bell's wife, Lucy, um, which would give Lucy fresh fruit and sing hymns to her, and even showed John Bell Jr. a measure of respect, which is such a shame on fucking Betsy. Oh, Betsy. Like, she's getting getting, the bit. Once again, <laughs> Miss Betsy. I, I can just imagine this like hairy witch like feeding grapes to Lucy and slapping Betsy in the corner. <laughs> I know, Betsy's just getting flung about. No one likes you. Because <laughs> your name's Betsy. Yeah, Betsy Bell. Fucking, oh, what a shame. Um, so, <clears throat> Sorry? Kirby woman. Yeah, I know. So uh, the last thing of this one I will go into is just referring to, so the witch referred to John Bell as Old Jack. Um, and she claimed she intended to kill him and signaled this intention through curses, threats, and afflictions. And then she ended up poisoning and killing him, apparently. So obviously yeah. this is this is like, a ghost story, but also folklore. So you don't actually know if this is true at all. Um, <clears throat> I do love this bit, though. I feel like this is a proper witchy thing to do. So after the um, uh, John Bell was killed, the entity interrupted the mourners by singing jovial drinking songs. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone's crying. Amazing. She's just like, have another drink. woo <laughs> just getting wrecked. Yeah. Why not? Oh. Singing Jansen. Probably weren't singing Ariana Grande, but something close to it. <laughs> I would love if she's belting out a Britney song. It's just like, oh, hell yeah. yeah. Getting Witch Girl Wasted. See what I did there. Witch Girl Wasted. Mm. Oh. 
drink up witches. <laughs> generic like Halloween shit that people have up on their fucking Facebooks and shit. Drink up witches. Witches before bitches. <laughs> witches never bitches. Weird. We are the witches you couldn't burn. Oh, it's like, all okay, right, okay. We've all seen American Horror Story. Fine, <laughs> you know what I mean? Fair enough. <laughs> I hate those things. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I know we hate those things, but also kind of like them at the same time. I mean, I say I hate those things. We have so much of that in this house. Like, literally the same, I know. Mary's favourite mug is a cauldron mug that says Witches Brew. Yeah, and it's the best mug we have, so can't say mm-hmm. anything. Um, Hell yeah! But the last thing is, this is I find this very strange. So in 1821, the witch told the family she was going to leave, but was going to return in seven years in 1828, and they were like, "Okay, <laughs> you do you." <laughs> well, we'll see you then, babe. <laughs> yeah. So she came back in 1828. And everyone ignored her. And she just went away. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. I love that. They're just like, we're over this. And she's like, oh, okay. Can you imagine? She just walks in and she's like, I'm back. And everyone's just like, here you Like, we've moved on. (laughs) Yeah, like, uh, this isn't the Bell family. Um, Can you please leave? (laughs) Just like, (laughs) Like, walked into someone else's house thinking it was theirs. I told you I'd come back. And everyone's just like, they're sitting like around the dinner table eating like, what? Who's, <laughs> yeah. who's there? I could just see like, <laughs> She opens the door and then she's like, never mind. <laughs> Shuts it and walks never off. Never mind. Yeah. Walks into the trees. It's never seen again. <laughs> Bye. I'm off. But uh, yeah, that's the little witchy bitch known as the Bell Witch. Bell Witch. Yeah, the Bell Witch is really cool. There's loads of like crazy, crazy stories that came from that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I really want to like go a deep dive into it. Um, mm-hmm. This was just a good old yeah. summary. So I heard it wasn't quite the Bell Witch, but it reminded me of the story that I heard of a witch that was in Salem. Mm. So imagine it was probably about the same time. So there's this rock, uh, this rock somewhere in the middle of the woods, big massive rock called mm. Shriek Rock. Okay, and it gets its name because apparently when you go to this rock, you can see that there's finger marks on the rock. Oh. That looked like someone had been clinging to this rock. So there's a legend that there was a woman who was accused of being a witch, and she was sent out into the woods to live, basically. Oh. Uh, and like the dead of winter, like freezing, like blizzard, snow, horrible. Mm-hmm. So she got sent, and apparently she went to this rock, and she sat on this rock and gripped onto the rock as the storm passed, and that's where her fingerprints, like her finger marks, are because she was gripping so tightly onto this rock as like the blizzard was passing. Yeah. Uh, guess his name Shriek Rock because. Apparently, sometimes in the dead of night, you can hear shrieks coming from the woods. Oh, that are apparently this woman screaming from this rock. <sighs> Messed up, but it's pretty I, cool. I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have no more witches. No. You have no more demons. No more demons. So what do we have left? Um, I feel like we need to uh, explore the world a little bit. Let's explore the world <laughs> while also talking about coronavirus at the same time. Oh my god! Yeah, no. got a story for you. So this I is a over the fucking spirit <laughs> <laughs> from around the world. There so we where, go. where and, are we going? How, where are we going? Um, I'm gonna say somewhere in Asia. Oh. You know it. <laughs> There's always oh, one. really? Yeah. There's always one in Asia. Okay, so, so who is it this time? Does she have massive eyes or does nope. she have massive tits or does she have like massive legs that squeeze people? I don't know. What she she do? actually doesn't have eyes. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. So it was my wonderful wife, Mary, mm-hmm. that she's not the ghost, by the way. Um, she, <laughs> she sent me this. It was actually on the BBC a couple of days ago. Um, and I was like, what the hell? So obviously coronavirus, very scary. Um, everyone's got to be practicing social distancing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in Indonesia, they weren't practicing it. People oh. were still going out. Really? So, yep. So two guys took it upon themselves to scare the shit out of people into 
adhering to these social distancing. So, oh, the way. Yeah, so I'll read you some of the article from the BBC. So okay. <clears throat> the tagline is, Coronavirus, Indonesian village uses ghosts for distancing patrols. Oh, wow. Yeah. So um, oh, it's, it's amazing. So a village in Indonesia is reportedly taken to using volunteers dressed as ghosts to try to scare people into social distancing over the coronavirus. I was like, gimme. Give me, give me, give me, give me, I'm ready for this. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kepu Village on Java Island started deploying the patrols at night last month. Um, in Indonesian folklore, that's when my eyes just went, oh! <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> oh! Give me it! <laughs> so, okay. ghostly figures known as Pokong are said to represent the trapped souls of the dead. Since the Pokong appeared, parents and children have not left their homes. Uh, resident Carno Sopadmo told Reuters, and people will not gather or stay on the streets after evening prayers. So two guys dressed up as these Pokong would sit in different places around the village to scare the shit out of people into going home. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, and it's worked significantly, apparently. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> So you can actually find the article on the BBC and it's got like a picture of these two guys dressed as these ghosts. Um, and Pokong are, it's a very obvious look that they've got. So I'll go into it. Okay. Um, so what is a Pokong, you ask? Well. What may it be? Mm, it's considered a ghost of Indonesian origin, although it's also yeah. known as Hantu Bunkus in Malaysia. Okay. Um, which stands for the rapt ghost. So, the Pokong is commonly described as having a pale green, shriveled and decaying face with two deep empty holes where its eyes should be. Pretty creepy. <laughs> After being in lockdown for so long. <laughs> you couldn't yeah. buy your uh, moisturizer because it wasn't essential. No, I know it. <laughs> Oh no. Uh, so, Pokong is okay. a word in the Indonesian dictionary, and what it refers to is essentially a cloth shroud that's utilized to wrap a corpse before its timely burial. So, they get wrapped up. It's almost like a mummy. Mm -hmm. So, they're wrapped up tight. Um, fashion. Yeah, <laughs> fashion. So, they would be tied Style. in three places over the she head. <laughs> She is the moment. <laughs> she is the moment. She is the now. Oh, um, I thought oh. you were saying mummy in a northern accent. Mome. No, I said she is the moment. <laughs> um, yeah, so <laughs> the body would be tied in three places, over the head, around the neck, and under the feet after being enshrouded in this cloth. Um, so... Legend says that a deceased person's soul would linger on earth for 40 days after their death. After these 40 days, the ties are supposed to be set free so that the soul could flee. However, if the ties aren't released, the corpse would take the form of the ghost known as Pokong. Oh. Yeah. I mean, I love the fact, I looked this up, I was like, so I, I read all this stuff about Pokong, and I was like, it's not really saying because it was like one of the articles was like, oh, um, it'll come towards you. Beware. So I was like, right, what does it do? Because usually they have something that they do to you. Um, uh, this does nothing. It doesn't kill you. It just scares you a bit. <laughs> There's nothing. It just else. runs up to you. Just runs up to you and goes, Boo. I'm literally looking it up now. Oh my God. <laughs> wow. The pictures of these guys in their costumes. That yeah. So they're just sitting there wrapped up on the yeah. street. <laughs> so good. That is brilliant. So, wow. yeah, because the ties haven't been untied from under their feet, the Pokong can't actually walk. So instead, they hop along roads or barrel, <laughs> barrel on the ground, roll on the ground towards you. Um, however, when they're hopping like about... Furi <laughs> furiously pencil rolling towards you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, a single leap by a Pokong 
could stretch up to 50 whole meters, apparently. I'm just like, okay. oh, come on. That's right. not right. So they're just like hopping about, just like, woo, flying about the place. Literally flying off into the fucking sky. When they're supposed to be chasing you, yeah. it jumps. And jumps 50 meters away from you so you just kind of stop turn around and go the other way and it's like well it's way over there now so <laughs> yeah, it's just like if anything I'm, if anything i'm further away from it now, <laughs> i can um, continue to do not social distance yeah exactly oh they're they're being conscious i like that but they yeah they don't actually do anything all they do is scare people in the dark that's the thing i really want to do that now <laughs> literally i want to dress up as a bloody Famous ghosts from Edinburgh just walk about the Royal Mile. Yeah. Like, like, oh, like who, who are the famous ghosts? Like, uh, the Highwaymen. The Highwaymen, oh, Jesus. The Highwaymen. <laughs> um, Mr. Boots. Mr. Boots. Mr. Boots. Uh, the Banshee, obviously. The Banshee, obviously. Yeah. Hmm. Um, yeah, oh, uh, Mackenzie. Bloody Mackenzie. Bloody Mackenzie, dress up as him. You'll probably get ripped apart by Bloody Mackenzie. Don't do that. Oh my God, imagine. I know, don't even tempt that. Don't even <laughs> yeah. mess with that. How scary is that, that literally one of the most violent poltergeists in the world lives in the city we live in? Well, yeah. Live, is in the city that we live in. <laughs> it's just living there. Like, hey. Mm. Well. <laughs> He's clapping on a Thursday. <laughs> oh my God. Well, I hope so. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Mackenzie. I hope so. Hope everyone is. All you listeners out there, y'all better be out there clapping on mm. Thursday evenings at eight o'clock because you know what's up. Yeah, because I don't really adhere to time right now. I've been forgetting to do it <laughs> so many I weeks. I did like, it yesterday. <laughs> There's been a few times where I'm like, oh shit, and it's like a minute to eight, and we like run downstairs. And we're like, <laughs> oh! <laughs> like so loud. It's like yesterday. I was literally just <laughs> checking my phone, being like, oh. Oh, right, let's go. <laughs> Running oh, out the front. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I know because we were chatting away and then I looked at the clock and I was like, oh, it's like 5 2. Yeah. All, uh, all process. We all did a, we did a virtual pub quiz last night on Zoom. Everyone, we did. For your information. And it was really fun. It was. <laughs> Honestly, if you have the capability to do it, do it. It's hilarious. Yeah, definitely. Like, just picking up Zoom. Like, we're using Zoom right now to record this podcast. Like, Go yep. do Zoom with your pals and your friends and do like big group chats because it's really fun. It is. And it's just quality. Yep. It makes you feel good. It does. It does. Definitely. Definitely. Yep. So, here we have it. it. The end of episode 12? 12. Wow. Yep. 12 episodes. Nice. Here we are. Episodes. And four episodes. of them in lockdown. Four of them in lockdown. Hopefully, it'll only be a few more in lockdown, and then we can get back to normal. Yeah. And we'll have good quality audio again. I can't wait. <laughs> Literally, same. I just can't wait to be in your house. Yeah. To be <laughs> despite, just like, despite the ghosts and demons. That <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, that's the thing. It's, it's a completely different way of doing this, although it's still fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I love the fact that when we get together, we make it spooky. We have like a little candle. We we'll do. have like a skull on the table. Oh, yeah. You guys don't see this. Like proper behind the scenes when we're setting up for a podcast, we go all out. We get the place looking spooky. We've got skulls on the table, candles. We want the spooky vibes. Maddie's there because she's just scary as it is. Star is being sacrificed in the middle of the Star table. Star has been sacrificed. <laughs> Pentagrams. <laughs> Everything. I think which you will all see very soon on the YouTube channel once yeah. this gets up and running. And we promise it is coming. <laughs> We've well, said th- it like so many episodes, but it is coming, I promise. I think I think I might have said this last last week, but I think we should just film this and put one up for everyone so they can see our sad lockdown faces talking to each other. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> You're like, I'll have to put Maybe. my face on. <laughs> Literally, as I'm sat here, like with a fucking stained T-shirt and like joggy bottoms, like <laughs> I did not get dressed today. Well, I mean, <laughs> I love the fact that I had a shower and got dressed and got all clean and everything mm-hmm. at half four. <laughs> oh well, there you go. <laughs> I mean, time is just not a construct right now. <laughs> I know, but it is still important to like get up and like 
still try and have the day as normal. Yeah. To shower and stuff. I will shower after this, I promise. <laughs> I promise I'll shower now once we finish this episode. I'm just saying, I'm going to be wearing hats for the next three weeks until you can cut my fucking hair. Yep. Because it's it right horrific. Yeah. Um, I'm deliberately not trimming the beard, not touching my hair. I want to look like a caveman coming out of lockdown. It's like a blank canvas for me to work Yeah, I'm so excited. So <laughs> I'm excited. excited. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully only a few more weeks, guys, and then everything will be back to normal. Exactly. But as usual, please continue to stay safe, look yep. after yourself and people around you. Yeah. social distance, obviously. Because all I want to do right now is touch Drew's face, mm-hmm. and I'm not allowed mm-hmm. to. I know, I know. I want to feel Robbie's whiskers on <laughs> my shoulder as we hug in a warm embrace. Oh, no, don't. Mm-hmm. You'll make me sad. <laughs> oh, no, I'm going to cry. going to cry very soon. Very, very soon, very cry. Not a breakdown this week, so that's a plus. Actually, neither have I. Yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. You know, improving, improving. Yep. We're getting Definitely. <laughs> right. No wow. more lockdown chat because no. I'm over it. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah, you uh, y'all know the, the usual guys. Yeah. Go check out our Instagram and our Twitter and our Facebook. And yeah. as I've said, YouTube is coming. Be patient. Yep, I will actually update some of the social medias. I haven't been very good with it recently, but I'll oh. add some I know I'll add some stories, even some links to some of the stuff we talked about tonight. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, the BBC story, I will give you a link so you can it's look so it up. Good. It's I, great. I just, like, I just looked at it just now, and it's brilliant. Like, go yeah. look at it. It's just these two guys sat there like, no fuck. Just yeah. being like, we are ghosts. Stay in your house. Stay in your house. house. scare you. But I also love the fact that they're ghosts, but they're still social dense, distancing on that bench. <laughs> no way, they're still sitting six meters apart. Yeah. Good, for oh, good for them. Good for them. Well, yep. Everyone stay safe and we'll speak to you next week. Bye, everybody. Over. Bye. Goodbye.